Hey, what's up, folks? This is Tony Brewer. You're listening to Cogitations. Cogitations is the podcast where we think about things, we contemplate them, we turn them over in our minds, and then we discuss them. Daniel chapter 7, verse 28, Daniel writes, Hitherto is the end of the matter. As for me, Daniel, my cogitations much troubled me, my countenance changed in me, but I kept the matter in my heart. Now, we're not going to keep the matter in our heart. We're going to talk about it. Today, we're going to talk about this curious case of Andrew Tate. And if those of you that didn't know, Andrew Tate is an internet personality. He took the internet world, the social media world, uh, by storm. TikTok, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, you name it. He was there. And he was spending a lot of money to do this. But the reason he rose to such um, high prominence it's because of his message, and this is where it gets very, very controversial, because the core of his message was empowering young men to be men and not to be women, where society is trying to feminize our men. Masculinity is toxic. We live in a very gynocentric society. Uh, things are stacked against males in this society, and that's not popular. It's just true. In fact, it's a priori at this point. Uh, men have very little rights when it comes to marriage, when it comes to child rearing. A, and I'm speaking from a worldly standpoint. Uh, a man can be trapped by a woman uh, when it comes to childbearing, where a woman if she decides to lay down with a man and she becomes pregnant, all she has to do is uh, give that baby up for adoption or she can go have it aborted, but she can, she can be alleviated from the responsibility of a poor decision where the man, he has no choice in the matter. If he makes a, a poor decision with a woman and lays down with a woman and she becomes pregnant, uh, he, he has no choice in the matter. He has to be on the hook. And there are statistics that have come out that about 20%, I think, Google this, make sure I'm right. That's not the point of the podcast, so I didn't prepare this statistic to be ready in my mind. But about 20% of men are rearing children that they think were sired by them, but were not sired by them. In fact, there's a whole uh, genre of daytime talk shows this, where, where they, they do these paternity tests and the women are paraded in and these men come in and it's like, hey, who's the father? And oftentimes, uh, these men that have been paying child support and been in these children's lives, they were not the father. Now, the, the answer to this, to this injustice and to this one-sided nature of things is not what Andrew Tate was saying. Andrew Tate is saying, dive off into hedonism. Just, you know, look out for number one. Don't get married. Don't be an upstanding uh, uh, religious person, a spiritual person, a religious person. Dive off into hedonism. Uh, have 20 women. You know, be, be a, what, what's he call it? Be an original G. Uh, and And be the kind of man that makes six figures. Uh, you know, multiplied six figures. We're not talking just a hundred thousand, but maybe five hundred thousand a year. 
and be the kind of man that can basically, instead of just leveling the playing field, he's talking about uh, making things imbalanced. I don't know. I, I don't. I don't like that message. But the reason he resonated with so many young men is think about it. You've got one faction that's saying to young men, the very nature of who you are is toxic and needs to be changed, and you're a bad person, and you're a predator, and you're dangerous, and you you need you know you need to take drugs in school because you're too hyperactive. You need to take drugs to lower your testosterone so you won't be too combative. Uh, being strong, being punctual, being uh, being steadfast at a at a place of employment, all of these are negative traits. Oh, and by the way, uh, you're you're biologically hardwired to provide for a woman, but women don't need you. You are absolutely redundant in society. That's the message the world gives men, folks. Here's the message Andrew Tate's giving men. You are strong. Your, your masculinity is not toxic. You are not a victim. You need to step up and you need to provide. You need to protect. You need to do all these things. You need to be the traditional man. But marriage is a failing contract that is set against you and you don't need to marry. You need to be this, this playboy, live this playboy lifestyle and all that. Hedonism is not the answer, but that's the reason why Andrew Tate's message is resonating on social media. Andrew Tate is actually the other side of the coin. Uh, Jordan Peterson is is the opposite. Jordan Peterson is a modern-day philosopher that's telling men the same thing. You know, his message is masculinity is good. Uh, You need to be a provider. You need to be a protector. You need to be confrontational. You need to be disagreeable. Uh, you also need to, according to Jordan Peterson, you need to get married. You need to rear children in traditional gender roles. But where Andrew Tate and Jordan Peterson uh, differ besides the marriage is Jordan Peterson says, orient yourself towards the highest possible good of which you can conceive and live towards that. Well, that message is actually scriptural. That's Titus chapter 2, 11 and following. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation of the appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lust, we should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. So to those of us who want to be Christians, who want to live in eternity with God and our Savior, Jesus Christ, we orient ourselves towards that good because that is the highest possible good that we can conceive of. So Jordan Peterson is saying, orient yourself towards something good. Andrew Tate is, there's nothing good outside of your physical desires. You know, be the best. There's nothing good outside of self-actualization. Those of you that are not familiar with terms like that, just, just Google it. Uh, Solomon, I believe, was a self-actualized man, um, and and you know, look look at what look at his lifestyle. He he lived the quintessential Andrew Tate lifestyle, and and that's what Andrew Tate is promoting. Now, what about the curious ca- case of Andrew Tate? Well, 
here's what Andrew Tate is accused of. Now we're going to bring this to the Bible, okay? We're going to have we're going to get some application for some some admonition, some warning, and some lessons we can learn from this curious case of Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate is accused of being a sex trafficker. Now let me tell you what Andrew Tate has admitted to. Andrew Tate has admitted to bringing women to where he lives and setting them up as what is called cam girl operators. In other words, they sit in front of a a camera and they talk to men and they get naked. You got me? Obviously, there's more to it than that. That's all I'm going to go into. But they get paid money for this. And Andrew Tate actually employed a group of men to talk, to chat to the men in the name of the women who were the cam girls. So he's admitted to that. And and that's that's nothing but a cyber pimp. In fact, I would say it's more than a cyber pimp. That's just a that's just a pimp. It's a brothel. It's a it's a whorehouse. This dude is is an he's a reprobate. Okay. That being said, he's accused of sex trafficking using what is called the lover boy method, meaning, um, you know, and he, this dude is tall, he's fit, he's 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 good looking guy, and he will meet a young woman, eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old, and he will wine and dine her. He'll fly her around on his private jet, and he'll say, you know, let let's he'll say, come back to me to Romania to my house, and once she is there, he'll say, okay. Now you're here, you're going to have to be a cam girl. And if you're not a cam girl, I'm not going to do anything to you, but you're just going to have to leave. You're going to have to find your own way back home. And these young girls, they don't have the ability to get back home. And and that's what he's accused of being. Now, let, let me tell you how bad that is. That is terrible. But I'm going to say something right here that's not going to be popular. Young women, if you get into an airplane and leave the country, you kind of deserve what you get. That goes to the men, too, by the way. If anybody gets in an airplane and leaves the country with somebody that they just met, you kind of deserve what you get. It would be like me going into the worst, most crime-ridden part of town with stacks of $100 bills and getting surprised when I am robbed. You have to have more discernment than that. You have to take more responsibility for your safety than that. Now, that being said, that doesn't let Andrew Tate off the hook because that's despicable, predatory behavior, and he needs to be stopped. There's just one problem. I don't think he's guilty of that. Let me tell you why. The women that he supposedly sex trafficked came out in the court. Incidentally, Andrew Tate has been arrested, him and his brother and, and some other people in, 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 about, uh, in association with this. The women that he supposedly sex trafficked came out and said, we weren't sex trafficked. We knew what we were coming to his house to do. We were going to make a lot of money being cam girls. 
Now, that's wicked, that's disgusting, but it is consensual. And that means that if that action is legal, then he can't be charged with anything. Now, here's the reason why I think he didn't do what he's accused of being of, of sex trafficking. The judge in Romania said, we're not going to allow their testimony because they were brainwashed. I'm like, well, that's mighty convenient, isn't it? Then, in the house where these women were staying, there's 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week closed-circuit television monitoring. And the, the defense wanted to say, hey, if you think these women were here under duress, if you think they were being mistreated, if you think they were held against their will, here is all of these hours of footage that you can look into. It There's nothing here. And the judge said, we're not going to admit that either. So those videos can't be used as evidence. Again, Andrew Tate is a despicable person. But did he traffic those women? I don't know. Right now, the evidence seems to suggest that he didn't. Now, what has that got to do with anything of Scripture, and what is a lesson that we can take from it? Well, number one, um, there's, a, there's a passage of Scripture, and well, let's just go Proverbs 18, and um, this is a good one to start at. We're going to end up in Romans 13, by the way. But Proverbs 18, I think it's something like Proverbs 18, 17, or 18, 19. It's 18, 17. The first one to plead his cause seems right until his neighbor comes and examines him. Listen, don't, don't ever believe the first thing you hear wholesale. I, I've talked to this before. This, back when the Me Too movement was a thing, it's not, it's, not a, it's not a thing anymore because turns out the people in Hollywood who promoted the Me Too movement, they were the ones doing all the raping. They were the ones doing all the molestation of children, and it backfired on them. So it's kind of funny. You don't, you don't hear that hashtag Me Too anymore. But anyway, I digress. When the Me Too movement was starting, what it was going about, I was talking about this, and it's hashtag Believe All Women. I'm like, look, if a woman comes to me and says, hey, I've been raped, I believe her. And I'm going to do what I can to help her. And I'm going to take her to the hospital. She needs it. I'm going to take her to the police station so she can file out a report. I'm going to believe her without question, without mitigation. But the minute she comes to me and says, John raped me, I have a moral imperative to disbelieve that on its face. I cannot believe that without evidence. Obviously, she's been raped, and obviously we're going to take care of her. But I cannot go out and neutralize John. In fact, uh, Alfred Hitchcock did an episode about this back you know, in the 60s, 50s, whenever that TV show was out, where a man raped this woman, and his husband come home, and she was catatonic. And he finally got it out of her what had happened. So she, he drove her to town, and they were just going to leave. And they were driving through this small town, 
And uh, she said, there he is, there he is. He's the one that raped me. Well, the husband gets out of the car and goes and kills this man, gets in the car and drives on, and then there's another man, and she goes, he's the one, he's the one that raped me. Basically, she was so distraught and so broken in her mind that every man she saw was then a rapist. And and her husband had, had brutally killed an innocent man is, is what happened in the story. So the idea is whenever you listen to something in the news media where somebody's been accused of something, you have a moral imperative to disbelieve it. You have to scrutinize it. And you have to wait till the proof comes out. And nine times out of ten, if you just wait about three news cycles, the truth will out. And that's what's happened with the Andrew Tate debacle. Now, that's the Proverbs 18. You know, the first to, to plead his case seems right until his neighbor comes and sets a record straight. And let's go to Romans chapter 13. I want to make a point from this verse concerning this Andrew Tate case. I'm going to read. Um, down to verse 6. I'm going to read Romans 13, 1 through 6. Let every soul be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God, and those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good, and you will have praise of the same. For he is God's minister to you for good. But if you do evil, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword in vain. For he is God's minister and avenger to execute wrath on him who practices evil. Therefore you must be subject not only because of wrath, but also for conscience' sake. For because of this you also pay taxes and are and they are for they are God's ministers attending continually to this very thing. Render therefore all that is their due, taxes to whom taxes are due, customs to whom customs, fear to whom fear, honor to whom honor. I read the seventh verse. Well, what's that got to do with the curious case of, case of Andrew Tate? I fully believe that the reason the Romanian government went after Andrew Tate is because he is practicing wrong speak and wrong think. And the left-wing side of the political aisle, just like they did with Alex Jones, organized and went after him. They already organized and went after him and kicked him off of every social media platform, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, Facebook. None of the none of those inst- none of those social media platforms he was able to use anymore. Well, that seems really bad, and I remember what happened when they did this to Alex Jones. Alex Jones is a radical right wing political pundit who is borderline, and some people would say not so borderline, tin foil hat conspiracy theorist. Now the sad thing is. The more time passes by, the more um, the more Alex Jones has proven to be right. In fact, there are a lot of people that make jokes about in their office they have an Alex Jones was right jar, and every time something comes out that proves what Alex Jones said to be right, 
they put a dollar in the jar and they, they talk about having a lot of money. But the point is, what happened in the, the political world, the conservative world, is everybody said, well, Alex Jones is just a nut job. He don't need to be platformed anyway. They're not going to come after us. We're the good guys. We're the middle-of-the-road conservatives. We're, we're speaking the truth, but we're not doing it crazy like Alex Jones is. Now what do you have? You have a full-scale assault against anybody who practices wrong-think and wrong-speak. If you say anything about LGBTQ, AAIP, Two-Spirit, Transit, whatever community, and, and you have any kind of, like me, they're not going to do anything to me. My platform is tiny. But if you have any kind of platform at all, they're going to get rid of you. And in fact, even a very small platform like me, the words that I say are matched against an artificial intelligent algorithm, and my content is downranked in the algorithm, and so we need you to be the algorithm for us. They cannot, they cannot shadow ban people sharing the content, so share the content. But my point is this. Alex Jones was first, and nobody said anything about it because he's really crazy. He's on the fringe. He's the radical. But then they started knocking off these other closer-to-center people who were operating within the boundaries of the Overton window of acceptable discourse, and it happened before you knew it. Now look at what happened with Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate practices wrong speak and wrong think. And then, what happens with the governments of the world? They use his despicable behavior to go after him in real life. Now look, we don't need to be like Andrew Tate. But we do need to be vocal. And if you're going to be vocal, you better keep your nose clean. Because if you don't keep your nose clean, then you're going to have to fear the powers that be, the government. Check this out. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good and you will have praise of the same. Be a good citizen. Be a citizen that is so model and so upstanding that they can't hang you on anything, that they've got to make something up. Make them, quote-unquote them, the powers that be, make them lie about you in order to silence you. Here's the thing. How much stuff do you think they had to look for to lay hands on Andrew Tate and put him in jail? Not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Do you think if Andrew Tate hadn't have been doing all of that terrible, hedonistic, cyber whorehouse, debaucherous business dealings, do you think that, that the Romanian government would have had a harder time or an easier time pulling him out of society and taking away his freedom? Now, here's what I want you to do. And this is going to be hard for you, Christian. Christians. Don't jump on the bandwagon with the Andrew Tate thing because Andrew Tate 
being being canceled from the real world, being canceled from being able to walk around free, is the same thing as Alex Jones being canceled from the from the the cyber spaces, from the digital spaces. Andrew Tate is the fringe. Nobody likes him anyway. Nobody wants to live like that, not really. So the Matrix comes and gets him. But what what tool did they use? Well, Andrew Tate braided a rope and handed it to them and said, here, bind me with this. I, I go out and I recruit young women to come back and run sex cams. Like, oh, okay. Imagine some of them women would probably testify to being coerced. Oh, we got one. Let's get him. And then everybody says, well, you know, that's just Andrew Tate. They're not going to do it to me. They're not going to do it to Ben Shapiro. They're not going to do it to Michael Michael Knowles or uh, Andrew Clavin or Stephen Crowder or Tim Poole. I think about some of these political pundits that I listen to. Let me tell you something. This precedent that is set, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. So keep your nose clean. Make sure that your accusers have to lie in order to take you out. It's too bad people don't know what a conspiracy theorist is. The word itself is a made-up word from the Germans in World War II to discredit people who were telling the truth. At the very least, folks should look into what's being said before they jump on the theorist bandwagon. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, folks, I I hope I've given you a little something to think about. And I hope that you look at what's going on in the world today and you understand exactly how pernicious of a problem this woke with this woke social marxist justice warrior social justice warrior system is today it's it's terrible and if we don't watch it we're going to keep going to the polls in our elections and we are going to vote in our own oppressors my plea is that any of you listening to this, it doesn't matter what political party you adhere to, do not vote for anyone who is a social justice warrior of any kind. Do not vote for anyone who is for these Marxist, these, these Marxist ideals. And that's what it is. They are, it's Marxism. A great many of those who said never again are promoting what they said they would never allow again, and that's including Christians. Absolutely. So anyway, they've done this to Andrew Tate, a a terrible person, a heathen, but it is unjust what they've done to him. This is a practice run, and it won't be long before they figure out how to get people who are not so far outside the Overton window of acceptable discourse. It might not be so long before what's going on in Great Britain where a woman made a joke, an off-color joke on Facebook, and the police came to her house and arrested her. 
don't vote this stuff in. Don't 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 empower your oppressors. I hope I've said something here today that is that has informed you. I hope I've said something today that has edified you. And be sure and be the algorithm for us. Share the content. Subscribe to the content. And uh, that's all I've got. God bless you. Thank you so much. Oh, yeah. Deborah, I don't know. Yeah, people pay for Ruby Ridge and Waco were practice runs. Let me tell you something. I remember watching Waco unfold on the television. I'm like, that dude, David Koresh, he went into the city of Waco two or three times a week just walking around. They could have took him at any time. Could have took. They could have taken him at any time nonviolently. Folks. We in we in for a mess if if we don't if we don't go start getting active in the world and uh, allow Christianity to permeate every level of society if we don't start trying to turn the world upside down well it's going to get bad before it gets better it's going to get worse before it gets better thank you so much this has been Tony Birth cogitations I want to leave on that thought uh, be sure and subscribe and we will catch you on the flip side.